Well, he knows that Jesus was a Jew and Seinfeld. And now me. I bet you he knows Judas was a Jew as well. Oh, true. Yeah. True. Mm. But he wanted to see if you were one of them Jesus-type Jews. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, you mean like he wanted to see if I was Jesus? No, (laughs) just the one that rejects Judaism in as much as it's... Jews for Jesus. See, Jews for Jesus aren't Jesus types. Oh, aren't they holy and utterly for Jesus? No, but they're trying to preserve the Jewishness as well. Uh, Yeah, yeah, they're still Jews. See, Yeah, exactly, they're still Jews. Oh, I don't know, was Jesus trying Dylan. to make something new? Or did Paul end up being the one who made mm. something new? I don't know enough about the the history or the New Testament. That's why I think our second podcast needs to be about the New Testament. I know. <laughs> I got that new translation of the New Testament oh, as well. You? Yeah. I really think we should move <laughs> this into it? Um, David Brentley Hart. Well, I just think I might have just concocted <laughs> that just name. Just make up a double barrel <laughs> name. Just make up an Oxbridge sounding <laughs> name. <laughs> David Brentley Hart. Hart? Wendell Smith? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we should do a reading group of the New Testament. I gotta take my jumper off. It's fucking hot in here. Oh, now my pants are chafing me. <laughs> Today, um, we are resuming in the same room. Sammy, can we can we talk about this because it's legal? Yeah, we're in the bubble. Um, we're a social bubble, um, and so for the first time in a very long time, Sam and I have watched the pod, uh, the show, and now recording the pod together. Which is sort of distracting. Yeah, it is. I've, I'm like off my game for where the whiskey sits now. I know, because I'm here. Yeah. Oh, look at your hand, grasping for something that isn't there. Got it. Got it. Um, <laughs> and also watching the show was much more relaxing than usual because I'm not sitting at a desk watching it on mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. computer. We were watching it on the couch. Yes, on TV. it's true. I watch it at my desk upright yeah. as if I'm doing important It's easier work. to stay <laughs> engaged with it as an occupation. Yeah. As our true life's calling. Yeah, it's true. It's our main Whereas watching it on the couch, job. I felt like going to sleep. I know. Mm. Yeah. I it's also, it was also, a very they were two taxing episodes. They were quite cerebral episodes. Mm, mm. There's There was drama, lots of drama, definitely, mm. but it came in this very... Like highly networked, lots of ins and outs. Way when you were t- you were just talking about um, J- Jewishness, I suppose, and that mm. made reminded me of um, Nathan's face. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> um, oh, you mean Natan? Yeah, Natan, <laughs> Natan Sharansky, <laughs> our mate Nate, who um, right at the end. Of 
those two episodes, which were either 24 or 25 or 25 and 26, because the na- the numbering that oh, Channel yeah. 9's using is different to the numbering I've got. So I think that the yeah. Aussie broadcast was different to the UK broadcast, which is the one I pirated. Oh. I reckon that's what it is. Maybe they don't have those catch-up episodes that we've been oh. skipping. But anyway, at the end of that second episode, Nathan is sitting there talking to Terry. Also, Alex is there. Mm. And Terry's Terry was saying, um, oh. I don't even miss Marlon. Yeah. yeah. He was revealing that 48 hours after Marlon's been kicked out of the villa. Yeah. When he had had promised her to follow immediately after and leave with her. Mm. Then declined and stayed and is now... And is now um, cracking on with the new girl who we'll get to in a sec. Mm. But anyway, he's there sitting with Nathan and with Alex, admitting that he doesn't miss Marlon two days after she's left. And in fact, he wants to get together with Emma, who's mm-hmm. the name? Of, that's the name of the new girl. And Nathan's face was just so <laughs> strained. He was just like laboring under the weight of all this information. Yes. He was listening. He was like doing the maths. He was like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. so right now we've got this drama. Yeah, he was math lady meme. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. He was. Uh, whereas Alex Vietnam was sitting there and going, oh, me. mad. Yeah. Alex didn't really care one yes. way or the other. But yes. Nathan was just like put upon. Because Kara and Marlon are very close. Um, and we suspect he's afraid of the fallout that he's going to have to weather um, when Kara finds out that Tell Tewi is going to really do a number yeah. on her girl Marlon. Yeah. I mean, d- I didn't look it up, but we should look up some of Marlon's reactions to what actually I happened. Know. Have you looked that up before? No. Oh, okay. No. Well, we can do that now. But anyway, why do you think Nathan... Do you think it's to do with Nathan's character or do you think it's to do with Nathan's place in the structure of the house because of him and Kara and he's sort of been the the w- the one who's been absent from all the drama so far? So It seemed like it was something to do with his character disliking a whole lot of excessive, unnecessary drama. It looked like he was like, oh, why do we... What, he, like a shitstorm is brewing yeah, and I'm going to have to be involved and I... Uh, Really thought that I was just on a well-deserved holiday in Spain. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he was not there for it. No. Whereas some people, like, some people at the sign of all this drama would be thrilled by it. Yeah. I don't know if any of them... That looks like a fair glass of whiskey. that looks like a... That's reasonable. A finger. (laughs) Whatever they say. A Yeti finger. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Nathan wasn't. No, but, um, there's another piece of this mosaic. Yes. That you've not yet explained to the listeners, which is the new girl that's come in with her eyes on Terry. Mm-hmm. And Terry has his eyes oh on yeah, her. We're really telling this backwards, <laughs> aren't we? Is Tom Painted Egg's ex-girlfriend mm. who broke up just three months prior to the show beginning. And then she swans in, 25 episodes in. Sophie's sitting on Tom's lap when she arrives into the villa and he looks... Uh, I, It was amazing to see him so animated. 
Like he was really feeling extreme emotions. Yeah. For the for those few minutes. Yeah, he looked like he was going to pop. Yeah. Yeah. He looked genuinely terrified. Yeah. He was hyperventilating. Yes. His gasket was filling up. Yes. You could see that he little had the vein, vein on his yeah. head. Anyway, I guess he was so, turned so on and afraid. Yeah. 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 And you could see just a lot of thoughts being processed very quickly in his mind. And so t- so, te- so, essentially what that means is Terry has eyes for Tom's ex-girlfriend who is now in the villa. And Terry doesn't seem phased by that. Although we get the sense that most people in the villa are afraid of Tom, Painted Egg, Terry doesn't doesn't seem to be factoring into his consideration. Do you think it just matters that Terry's pretty much Tom's size? Is it that simple? Yes, maybe. Or is it just that Terry's like an inveterate dog? Or is it that they're close? Because they're the best mates in the villa. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're close. So maybe Terry's just like resting on the friendship. Yeah, right. Like you're going to be okay with this, aren't you, mate? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's essentially one of the conversations they had. Yeah. And Tom, in an unconvincing way, was like, yeah, crack on, mate. Crack on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Go for gold, crack on. Crack on. Happy days. Happy days. They do say all of the... We're not making this up. No, no, no. These are all from the show. Literally how they converse about serious emotional issues. They're sort of old person idioms. Yeah, they are. Happy days. (laughs) Who says that? Yeah. British people, I suppose. I suppose. But you'd think that these idioms would filter down to us so that we were saying after them after them. Yeah. But really they sound like something my nana would say. Yeah. Yeah. Crack on. Go for gold. Yeah. Yeah, my cockney grandma. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, a new girl comes in. It's Tom's ex, um, which is juicy. She's also 19, which just seems very disturbing. How old is Tom again? We, we I don't know, like mid-20s. I'm looking maybe. it up. Yeah. So, like, I do think it's slightly problematic that such a young person is on this show. But I suppose it's not rare, is it? Sophie's an anomaly at, at the age of 30. I, I, it's like... Katie is 20? Yes. And it's just very young. I mean, both 20 and 19 are very young. Mm. Yeah. And so she's come into the house... They dated for about four or five months, but I think in in their world that's ve- it was very significant. And um, Tom tried to claim that he ended it, but then she was saying that she ended it. Um, and no one can really figure out why she's decided to come on the villa because she is adamant. She's protesting that it's got nothing to do with Tom or any residual feelings for him or a desire to get back together with him or even to get back at him. Mm. She's made these direct claims about how no, none of those reasons are her motivation for coming on the show that she has been watching. Yeah. And She's been watching with rapt attention. Rapt as attention. Sophie and gets voluntarily come into the pretty show. Pretty much put in the corner by Sophie. Yeah. The entire time. Who does? Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Like Or she can she Emma would have walked on confident that, you know, Tom's not actually in a loving and secure relationship or anything like Mm. that. First of all, you we always forget they've only been there for three weeks but at this stage. Yeah. 
So there's no such thing as a secure relationship at no. three weeks. But then also it just hasn't looked. No. It hasn't looked like a chill time. But it's so funny because Sophie asked her directly, why, are you, why did you come into the villa? And she said, it's not to get Tom back. And then went on about their relationship and how it ended and gave yeah. no attempt, made no attempt to give an explanation that even covered up that <laughs> terrible lie. Yeah. And then the next thing she said after that, another negation was, I'm not one of those who wants any aggro. Yeah, no aggro. She keeps saying that. Yeah. It's like, well, y- you've intentionally come on the show. It's yeah. very mysterious. It is. But anyway, the juicy goss... Oh, it's not that mysterious, is it? No. I don't want to say that her negations should just be flipped around to affirmations and that she does want aggro and she does want Tom back. You don't want to say that? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> so... It turns out what we've in the episode that 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 Emma arrives in, the producers produce for Sophie and Emma to go on their own date. Emma made a comment prior to that announcement that she was like, "Oh, you know, when I was watching and you said that you dated girls, I thought to myself, well, I'm going to steal, I'm going to steal you off, Tom." Mm-hmm. And there was like a brief laugh, and that was it. And anyway, the producers set it up that they would go out for a drink together on a date. This is that that claim also by her is like the one that you and I talked about last week of Tom Painted Egg saying, oh, yeah, I neck on with my rugby mates. Right. It's exactly the same. It's true. It's true, yeah. said sarcastically. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. And then w- so the, it, everyone in the show, and I assume a lot of viewers, would be thinking, oh, the producers have just set them up to go for a drink in order to talk about this man that they've, sh- they've shared mm-hmm. and to mess shit up for Tom yeah. and to have some girl solidarity. Um, but actually the subtext, which is pretty clear, is that they're into each other, that, that something will develop between Emma and Sophie, Tom's ex-girlfriend and Tom's current girlfriend. And it's sort of favoured by how transgressive it is as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And just as they were leaving the villa to go on their coffee date, hangout, um, Emma yelled out to Tom in the pool and said, I'm going to steal Sophie off you. And then on the date, they were genuinely flirting. Yes. Sophie was flirting. Yep. And then they came back to the villa. They arrived. When anyone comes back from a date, everyone's like, oh, they're back. They've been in the outside world. It's very exciting. Sophie went over to Tom, gave him a cursory kiss on the lips to be like, yeah, hi. And then Emma and Sophie just went off together again to the smoking area and started smoking and chatting alone. They, mm. they continued their solo date. Do you think it's like friends close, enemies closer? or is it Possibly. Or is it really that they're into each other? Because we know we've we're spoiled, we've spoiled enough of this series to know that Tom and oh wait, are we doing spoilers on the show? I've forgotten. We have done already. Okay, that Tom and Sophie don't stay together. No. But um, and that Sophie oh, yeah. ge- and Sophie gets together with a woman. Yeah, we know that she. It's funny, yeah. Woman. We always forget that Tom and Sophie don't stay together. No, I still I feel suspense yeah. looking at them, even though I know that she gets together with a woman later. But that doesn't mean that they don't stay because I there's a uh, there's no, a part th- of she me couples up with a woman. But there's a part of me that thinks that they are together upon leaving the villa. Really? Mm. Like that that I remember reading All ages right. Let's ago. Let's keep speculating. Yeah. I won't go to Google. But I do know that uh, less than a year later, Tom and Marlon get together. What? 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. I just found that out now. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) When I was Googling for Tom's age, which I didn't find because it was too much, too complicated. (gasps) But. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just type in Tom painted egg age. Yeah, but then I'd have to be like Tom's painted, Tom painted eggs age at time of. Being in Villa, <laughs> we can just Emma girlfriend subtract four or five. <laughs> I'm not years. about to do maths right <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Tom and Marlon get together. Interesting. This is what Tom said about it. It's somewhere in between friends and a relationship. Nothing is official. I don't even know what it is to be honest with you. Whoa. Me and Marlon have always kept in touch since the show. I speak to her on a regular basis. Hmm. I have no idea what will happen, but when I first walked onto Love Island, I saw Sophie, but I wanted to choose Marlon, but I couldn't as I forgot her name. (laughs) 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 Not believable, Tom, but also (laughs) kind of of believable. That's such a slap in the face to Sophie. You were chosen because I couldn't Wait, remember the other Wait, was she dead by this name. stage? Oh, God. It is a slap in the face, whether she's alive or dead, but she might have been gone by now. Um, okay, now I am going to have to do maths. <laughs> so, <laughs> so wh- when was that? <laughs> so this is... Um, I'll put a bloody date on your article... Oh, no, that sort of journalism is timeless. Certainly is. <laughs> All right. That was sometime in 2017 anyway. When did Sophie die? Uh, 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 um, uh, mm, keep <laughs> arming, otherwise we're going to have to edit the silence out. Um, uh, oh, no, she died in 2018. Slap in the face. Yeah. Oh, juicy. So, um, Tom Painted Egg hooks up with Tell's ex. Yeah. Um, which is which is a direct rebuttal, yeah. right? Swapsies. Rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> He's rebuttal. Objection, Your Honor. <laughs> I fucked your girlfriend. <laughs> Sustained. <laughs> But interestingly, when <laughs> when <laughs> I fucked your girlfriend, um, when Emma comes into the house, of course, so she she's taken immediately goes on before she meets the other housemates. She goes on a double date with the two single men in the house. That's Tewi and Adam, mm-hmm. and um, that is awkward as fuck because Terry is charming and Adam sits there like he's never spoken to another human being before Mm. and of course they ask her what's your type what are you looking for and she's got a list of um physical features Mm -hmm. and they are tall dark tattooed Mm -hmm. right well that's sophie does she have tattoos does she i feel like she does doesn't everyone mate oh no i think she does does she yeah is she tall yeah 
And she is dark, yeah. whatever the hell that means. Yeah. Because she's not dark of complexion. No. Well, but she's deeply, deeply artificially tanned. They all are. Yes, but... Even, yeah, so is Terry, but it's also like, what does that mean? Like, I know. That's, that's not the dark. For the, like, for Sophie, the darkness is like the smokiness of her eyes and like that she's got black hair. Yeah, yeah. It's you're like a, brunette a vibe. And you're able to apply eye makeup. That's I guess dark. so. Mm. I'm dark. Are you? Like, are you dark in like... No, by that definition. Are you tall, dark and beautiful? No, that is not how someone would describe me. Was the counterpart to tall, dark, and handsome? Short, swarthy. <laughs> None of this is true. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I'm bang on average height. Bang on average yeah. height. But what's. Let, let's go back to Sophie. What's dark about Sophie other than her the eye makeup? Eye makeup. <laughs> yeah. Her, her, her deep tan, Tahitian yeah. tan, and her yeah. brunette hair. Mm-hmm. But she's like, yeah, she's. But again, this goes back to our confusion. Is that a around. thing calling a tan Tahitian? Yeah, I think they call it like you know, it's like a Tahitian bronze. Right. Is that just because there was the, that coconut oil that was like called ta- Tahitian or something? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a trope that's attached to that mm. that culture of tan. Pacific Islands. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> 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 or like. When you go to the tanning salon. And they're like, do you want a Tahitian love? Yeah. You're like, yeah, just give me the Tahitian. Right. Yeah. And then a rugby player just jumps in the (laughs) solarium with you. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I could... (laughs) Um, I think she also said muscles and then she was coy and embarrassed because she was having to answer Terry's question with a accurate description of what he looks like yes yeah and she was like <laughs> yeah what did you, I, wrote, I wrote down all of her all of the signifiers she put on paper on her piece of paper it is tats muscles tall tan dark <laughs> that's the order oh, she tan and dark yeah yeah we don't know what that means but it means something. I. What does dark? I don't mean? think it's meaningless. No. And I think you can tell. But I don't tell. think tell is actually dark in that way. In I'm sorry. Are you talking about skin color? Because no, again, I'm talking about some uh, je ne sais quoi. Oh no, he is not. Yeah. No, he's absolutely not. He's not dark in any any way. But maybe there's enough. There are enough signifiers that people project. On darkness onto that like if you've got neck tats yeah and you look you've made yourself look like a tough cunt with big muscles and you're tall it's easy enough to fill in yeah but i'm not even sure that like i'm not talking like darkness is like that he listens to nine inch nails or that he rides a motorbike (laughs) 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 or that he or that he smokes or that he smokes the red stivos oh that's that's what I smoked growing up. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is dark. Yeah. I quit down through the blue and then y- the gold. You have to. <laughs> yeah. No, I never went to gold. <laughs> um, but it's something else. What is dark? How many of these mysteries have we got going on? This We're is like the main one. This is the second time we've is it? Yeah. pondered this. <laughs> There's another one where we were just like, 
I don't know the answer, but this common phrase me is actually very difficult to decode. Yes. There was a lot of talk in these episodes we watched about um, whether or not a relationship is official. Oh, yeah. That's another one. Oh, I wrote down a direct quote from... Because um, right at the beginning of these two episodes, Scott and Katie were sent by the producers on what seemed like a suicide mission. Mm. They had to go <laughs> <laughs> because those two can't, you know, get out of bed without fighting. <laughs> but um, And they often enough fight in bed also. <laughs> but they... Um, they were sent to do the shopping and then cook a meal <laughs> for the whole household, which in the end, except that their shit cooks, they negotiated very well. It went quite well. They didn't, they fight. didn't fight at all. But um, um, they were sitting down at halftime in the shopping trip <laughs> and having a little coffee and um, talking about what they are. And um, this is what Katie said. We couldn't be more official. We are the most official in here. We're more than official. <laughs> but we're not going to put a label on it. Yes, not, not putting a label <laughs> on it. Yes. They're so official that they're not official. Yeah. It's another one of those ones where I think, okay, at, f- at first blush it seems meaningless. But there's... What's she doing? So being official and putting a label on something is a big deal to the people in this villa. Yeah, but what is it when you're more than official, such that you're not going to put a label on it? I thought she said we're basically official. We're she the most official. Yeah, we're we're the most official in here. We're more than official. Yeah, right. I don't know what that means. Is she referring to like soul to soul love? Like they have that. We're just not calling it boyfriend girlfriend. Well, she, yeah, she could be mm. just like the sort of. Um, um, the bond between our souls is so strong that it even um, denigrates it to have to call to it something. To say boyfriend, girlfriend, yes. Yeah. Not again that that claim wouldn't also be some sort of manipulative game and disingenuous, but still, is that what she's trying to say? I don't know, and Scott was in agreement. He was really happy to be hearing this and was agreeing, I thought. He was like, absolutely we are. And then he was like, when we get out of here, I want you to come and stay with me for a week in Manchester. Yeah, and she was like, she was oh, like, oh maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but he's learned not to bite on that. And he was like, yeah. Yeah, he's they're, they're on the dick of each other at the moment. Yeah. It's all going very well. Yeah. Which turned you off completely. Yeah, they don't look <laughs> like... Uh, as a pair, they don't cut a sexy figure for me anymore. No, no. Also because she was like, I can't cook. And they obviously had no idea what they were doing. That was Neither of them. Yeah. Um, Scott adult. couldn't. Scott was like, how do you unwrap the onion? No, do, do, you, do you unwrap the onion? <laughs> do you unwrap like, the What's onion? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, like, but I don't know. meanwhile, she was making each <laughs> burger into a sphere that weighed about one and a half <laughs> kilos. <laughs> And they really when that when the when the all the ha- when all the um uh, what do they g- call them house vill- ha- inmates <laughs> I don't know, when all the inmates sat down to eat dinner I just, you heard like a few of them be like oh the burgers are very big <laughs> you were like yeah oh my god but Sam this was one of my favorite scenes because I adore for the first time ever on this shopping trip we were privy to inmates being in public in Spain. We oh, had yeah. never seen this before. They were in a marketplace. Yeah, speaking to a real Spanish person. And and 
they couldn't speak a word of Spanish. And then Katie said, oh, I want to say Dunkey Shane, but that's German. I can't do her accent. Yeah. But that was so torturous. It's like they, they really don't know where they are. No. Do they know that Ibiza is Spanish? I think they think it's part of Britain. They do, don't they? Probably. Yeah. Oh, dear. It was really awkward, but I was so excited to see them in Spain. It was really weird. It was like a different perspective. Just like I was like, oh, yeah, like if I saw them, I'd be like, oh, yeah, look at those hot, trashy British people. Mm. Like I, I was able to imagine myself seeing them. Yeah, you do think Scott's hot. Yeah, I do. He's hot. Yeah. It's hard now that I, like you have to connect it with his character. I know. Yeah, I, f- I feel um, mixed feelings. He's got a completely different look to the other guys in there as well. He's preppy. He's preppy and he's a bit weedy. Yeah, I, well, I think that's what they that's what they mean when they say preppy. Right. <laughs> like not a beefcake. Can, you can't wear a polo shirt and, as a beefcake and be preppy. Because I remember them talking about it once. They were like the muscle heads or the or the preppy boys. And that seems to be some sort of distinction. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And Scott is obviously not a meathead. Right. It's a world of very limited categories. Mm, mm. Definitely. Well, I mean, imagine it's really unrelatable for me and perhaps you for someone to be like, what do you, what might you be looking for in a partner? I mean, we've talked about this before, yeah. but like, and then list a series of physical attributes. It's really bizarre. Do you think that's something cultural or that's something the producers have uh, said? Make sure in your date that you at mm. least talk about mm. what you're looking for in a partner. You know, I think that they're probably coached on. It might also be the case. Like, for instance, Terry was very comfortable answering that question. Mm. So comfortable that he almost sort of, I don't know. It seemed impolite. Oh, when <laughs> Emma was like, what are you after? And he was like, well, um, it's usually brunettes, um, uh, big big tits, uh, yeah. brunette. He's like, I like blondes as well. But it's funny, I've never settled down with a blonde. You know, I think I like looking at a blonde with yeah. big tits, but I never end up with them. Yeah, and everyone just else said just in like, earnest and okay. everyone's just knocking, <laughs> just like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. What a wild thing. We've all know. been there, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's very honest. It is, yeah, yeah. It is very honest. I'm not. I'm not even saying that that was a bad thing to say. I just think that it they're inured to a form of conversation they that are. that we're probably not. Yeah. I mean, do you know what you're like? If you were to list physical, I mean, you don't have to list them, but do you yeah. think that you would know what that list would be? I don't think I would. I definitely don't know. No. I mean, his, I've not historically followed any. No. Pattern. Yeah. Oh, so you go for people who aren't your type on paper. Ah, on paper. I got. Uh, what, what's your type on paper? Whatever's not on my piece of paper, exactly. mate. Mic <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Mike> drop. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, that's right. Yeah. yeah, there's something about it, um, about liking, enjoying liking someone who you, at some, uh, who you think you wouldn't like, and whatever that's based on, I don't know. Oh, okay. Like I think uh, with the man that I was talking about today, I yeah, think it's a similar I knew thing. We were going <laughs> but it is. It's yes. something that I'm thinking about. It's like, yeah. Why? Why is that? Uh, like you surprise yourself. You you set it up so you're surprising yourself, or that there is a surprise or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it could be to because I think the. 
the solidity and the location of the paper is in question and has been mm. with us for a few weeks now at least. Mm. But let's say that you put your mother's attributes on the piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Then you look for some object less incestuous than that. So something that doesn't look like that. Doesn't look like what's on paper. Someone who's got different attributes. Alternatively, uh, and that's just like, well, uh, yeah, alternatively, what you do with your piece of paper is you put down mm-hmm. attributes that are opposite Mm-mm-mm. to an incestuous choice. Right, right, right. But then you still go for the incestuous ah, choice. Ah, yes, okay. Right. So you soothe you, the, the anxiety um, of the incest taboo by the conscious mind proclaiming that you're interested in something that is not... Yeah. Incestuous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then then you shocked yourself because you're dating your mum. Whoopsies. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other way around is Mm. you just go for it. You're just like, Mm. I want a woman like my mum. wonder if Terry's mum is a blonde or a brunette with huge tits. (laughs) All right. Back to Google. Sam, straight to the iPad. (laughs) (laughs) Terry's mum. Terry, <laughs> Love Island, mum. But then some of these people on these shows, Sam, do stick to their type. They oh. stick to their type so tightly that they don't have to think or make decisions or query their own desire anymore. Yeah. Because they're sticking to their checklist. That happens a lot. So if someone comes in, if a woman comes in who is brunette, is small who um, has small tits, and this is your list, you know, and a man will go, yes, that's my type, and then they graft them, so to speak, and then they'll date. So yeah. some people stick to the list. Yeah. Like, and they will not stray from their list. Yeah. A lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. What's that doing? Absolving them of having to actually follow their Feel desire. desire, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and minimising the risk that they will fuck. The equivalent of their mother. Yeah, sure. Mm. Or maximising it, wh- whichever which, whichever mm-hmm. way they've mm-hmm. gone in that direction. Because I've noticed that a lot in these shows. Yeah. Yep, that's my type. And then it, there's a beeline. Because of, yeah, but because of course, it's always going to be, it's always a case of mistaken identity. If you think that you can take the attributes of the incestuous relationship or the Oedipal relationship, let's say, you can take the attributes of that relationship or of the mother who you propose as the other member in the relationship. Mm. If you can take some nameable attributes out of that and then that would get you into or protect you from the incestuous relationship mm. from mm. repeating it, mm. that's always a mistake because the the quality of the relationship that is the incestuous one, the mm. one that is like the object of... Um, intense enjoyment and also horror mm. is not nameable. It's the remainder of everything that's nameable. If you, let's say, just to keep with the imaginary figure that we call the body, mm-hmm. if you take your mother's body mm-hmm. and you name everything on it, mm-hmm. the thing you love about it is something else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. other than everything that you could possibly name. Mm-hmm. You just name everything, mm-hmm. every inch. You know, you get you name the the hair color mm-hmm. perfectly. You name mm-hmm. the eye color perfectly. Mm-hmm. 
You describe the vibe perfectly. Yes. Anything that's describable is not the right thing that you're talking about. Is not the real. Is not, yeah. So the paper might be some sort of strategy that serves as an attempt, mm. but it can only to ever be an attempt. Yes. Yeah. To get to it or to get away from it. Mm. But either way, you're not, you're, not, you're not actually guided by the piece of paper. It's not actually a map to sail mm. you towards or away from mm. the mother. It's just one more futile attempt at using language to mm. protect you from something that's horrible and, mm. and intense. Yeah. Mm. And the imaginary of like that gestalt somehow meeting that. As well. Yeah, well, but see, happen. they're not even working at the level of a gestalt, I don't think, when they go the hair, uh, uh, tan, no. muscles. They go, yeah, they're not even like making a whole pregnant image out of that. No. They're just like looking at each um, at each attribute singly. I know, but then they're like, you have those. Yes. You That's have That's right, those. and then they have to yes. form an image after yes. that, yes. sort of post hoc going, oh, yeah, you've got all of those, therefore. Mummy? <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> exactly. Tell we. Tell. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Something like that. I think we're closer to the paper now. Yeah, I think we are. I think we're figuring out type on paper. Yeah. I gotta get me a type on paper. It's a place to start, maybe. Maybe. Because it's it, you know, in in the final assessment it's it's no more commitment than anything else. I asked a patient recently what they might want in a partner mm-hmm. and then I felt weird about having asked that because... Were they asking, were they talking about yeah, what yeah. they wanted? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. And, 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 you know, whether or not they'd ever found it. And there's a lot of sort of confusion around relationships. And then I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's even a valuable question. I sort of queried my own question. Mm-hmm. Because what does that even mean? I think I asked my patient what their type was yeah. on paper. <laughs> I don't even believe in that. But did it generate anything in the room? It was right at the end of session and mm. it did. And I think we'll pick it up again, but I'm confused as how I'll pick it up because I had that thought immediately after. It was like, what am I asking? Well, you can take all this learning in there now. Yes. Yeah. Have you watched Love Island? I'll, I'll ask. Yeah. Start off there. Season two. Some, some homework. The boys were being pretty um, insightful, emotionally insightful in episode 24 or perhaps The first one, yeah. Yeah, and the first one we watched because um, it was just the boys sitting around and Tom was saying how he's, he's aware that he feels like he's more into Sophie than Sophie is into him and... It's making him feel anxious. And I've he's got a quote here. He's pushing, he's pushing her away because his desire is stronger than hers. And they were... He said, I'm so scared of being hurt that I'm pushing her away yes, a bit. I'm pushing her away a bit. Yeah. I thought that was very insightful of him to say. I would like to see him be able to say that very sentence to Sophie. I mm-hmm. think that could be the beginning of a very honest conversation between them. Mm-hmm. I don't think he will. But all the boys were um, sympathising with this and they were all, they were like, yeah, yeah, it's the worst feeling when you're more into a girl than she is into you. Um, You know, you feel 
if you just like you want her to like you as much as you like her and you end up pushing them away and they were like yeah that's when you've just got to walk away when you get the sense that she's not as into it and I was like yeah this is great advice great and I feel like there'd be a lot less aggro on the show and in the world if people were able to follow through with that mm. I liked that conversation mm. is that the one is that the same conversation where Adam was a bit insightful as well Oh, what did he say? Remember he was... Um, uh, I can't imagine. Oh, no, it was him and Terry. Oh. Yes. And Adam was saying, um, you know, uh, there's been no one I've clicked with as a mm. female. Mm-mm-mm. I thought I was a nice guy. Mm. Um, and I thought I had something to offer mm. or something like yes, that. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. But and then he was like, "Yeah, but I never spend time with girls. I usually just train." Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't usually interact with girls. I usually just eat and um, train, train and sleep. Yeah, and that's at the point at which you called him a Chad cell. Yeah, which is perfect. Classic Chad cell behavior. He is a Chad cell yeah. in the villa. Definitely, he's just so incapable. I feel for him. And Terry was like. He's got to step back as a lad and be a bit of a gentleman. Yeah. No, Tom said that. Tom said, maybe it's time you step back as a lad, start being a gentleman. Yeah. Which was him sort of trying to say, do you know how to woo a lady? Like just... Sort of, yeah. Yeah, like just try. But also because he's, yeah, he's always farting and just playing with the lads. He's just not comfortable with women. No, no. Yeah. I don't think he's entirely comfortable with other human beings. Yeah, it's true. He's not super comfortable with the boys either. No. And it was sad because he was up head to head up against Terry on that on that date with Emma, the new girl, mm. because they were both the single men in the villa. And all the guys in the villa were saying like, Oh, like we feel for Adam. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. Against Terry. And it's true. But he wouldn't stand a chance against anybody, no. let alone Terry, who for some reason they all swoon over. No. Like he does have those sweet jaw tats. Tell. Tell. Ugh. Very unattractive to me. Mm. But is Tell attractive in general? That's not something I, to you? anyone can. No, not, t- no, not at yeah. all. But all of the women in the villa swoon. And remember, Sophie said it a number of times, Sophie wants to fuck Tell. Yeah, he's the heartthrob of the villa. Yeah, and kept saying it, all the women. She said it in this most recent episode to Emma. She stepped forward for Terry, didn't she? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yes. She's definitely into him. Yeah. Yes. Essentially from that moment. Wait, did Tom... Tom chose Sophie, then yes. they were partnered, but then Tell came in. And then as Sophie the stepped guy. forward. And Marlon stepped forward as well. Did Marlon win out over... Yeah, Marlon was with Reichard originally. Oh, shit. So who did Tell choose? Such a good question. I can't fucking remember. No. Or did he end up... He must have chosen someone, otherwise he would have ended up going in the same Marlon way. was with Rikard. To start with. Remember My and Little One? And then Tell came and stole. Yeah. My Little One? Yeah. What's that? Marlon, at, w- at one point the girls were all talking and was Marlon was like, oh, I quite like My Little One. Oh my God. 
<laughs> at that point i was like my card's the hottest in the house what are you yeah. about my little one yeah he ended up being an idiot i follow him on instagram he's an idiot oh he's still an idiot yeah. um it's just him we follow most of, of them on the love mainland instagram yeah, account yeah i never look at that yeah. <laughs> i mean we do you we haven't read been your doing messages. your meme posting no job. i'm not very good mm. but we do we read all your dms yeah we do definitely um if anyone wants to tell us what they think type on paper means or um, what are some other queries we've had? No, well, there was another one that we were struggling <laughs> over just now. <laughs> what was the one before that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the other one. Practice. Chime in on the other one also. Um, but What's Tom going to do if Emma and Sophie hook up? Like what, what will happen to that bulging vein? No, I don't think he'd crack it at that. He'd just have to be like... No, yeah, he'd have to back down. It'd be old-fashioned to get angry at the lesbians. It's true. Yeah. No, if they if they do get together, if that's the couple that Sophie ends up in with a, with a woman, yeah, then he'll just... He'll be like, I didn't care anyway. Mm. Oh, she's a bitch. Yeah. No, he won't even, he won't even go negative no. like that, I don't think. He'll, he'll just... He'll get angry, though. Oh, internally. And you'll seethe with resentment, but I don't yeah, think he'll do anything like outward. Oof. Yeah. I mean, this is Sophie's out. And it is a hell of an out. It's not a... I mean, she could just leave. We, we, we do forget that they're there voluntarily, mm. at least somewhat. Mm. You know, there's lots of um, barriers to their leaving, I suppose, and things that they would have to give up, but... They can just leave. I know. It's psychological no, torture at to this leave. stage. No. It's so it torturous. Oh, I love when they brought Emma on and Tom looked like he was really just having a conniption. <laughs> Seth, your response to this situation was, it's dastardly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm accusing them of using oldie timey <laughs> yeah. language. This is psychological torture. <laughs> it's dastardly. I was like, that even mean? I know. I just wanted to go back to watching the whale screensaver <laughs> on my Apple TV. You should see the one where there's a whale. <laughs> uh, a lot of the pandemic, just letting that screensaver come on and watching it, just thinking, oh, I wish I was a big fat whale in the ocean. Oh, oh that'd be nice. It wouldn't big it be nice? Fat whale in the ocean. <laughs> what terrible thing has happened to whales recently? There was some beached somewhere and nearby. Are they helping them? I I didn't look it up because I didn't want to. I've got enough bad stuff. Me in my too. <laughs> I didn't read past the headline either. Yeah. Because it was sad. It is sad. All right. Is there anything else we need to cover for this one? I feel like we've done a pretty good. We talked about Chad Sells. Oh. What? So somebody said uh, the girls were s- oh, sitting down and they had that classic labels. chat. Uh, no, not labels, but that they did have that one too. But no, about um, love and lust, and they were making oh. their distinctions between love and lust. The girls were all commiserating together about how disappointing the idea of love is. Yeah, and you know, and uh, and and then questions about monogamy, the plausibility of long-term monogamy. You know, is that, are you ever going to find the one? Even if you find the one, it's all about the context. If the time isn't right. Yeah, and then marriage. They talked about, and then then. And then we had um, so people talking days, about whether they whether or not they believe in soulmates, and I thought that we should try and 
Yeah, I was interested in this conversation, um, not so much about the soulmates question, but, well, yes, I mean, most of them were saying they don't believe in soulmates. Yeah. But they do believe in love. Yeah. And and longevity as an idea, but all of them were in agreement that, that they had, they were like too many Disney movies, you know, too much Hollywood was being fed this idea that love is this pure and long-lasting, everlasting thing. Mm. And they were like, it's bullshit and it's so funny. But they're participating in like quite a complex cultural product that is designed to demonstrate what bullshit it is. Ex- <laughs> well, or to re- or to reinforce it. But that's the strange thing. Yeah. It's, reinf- it's, it's constantly restating it at the same time as demonstrating... It's, it's invalidity. Yes, yes. So, uh, it's so funny. Six women on a show called Love Island. Yeah, are like, oh, I don't uh, Are like, we've just been fed lies. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like 22. Yes. <laughs> they've not even had and time. And you know, you know why Olivia was taking part in that conversation with, um, with, a, with a sort of air of hopelessness? It's mm. because earlier that day, her and Alex had had a D&M. Yeah. And... They were both hedging their bets and playing it safe and not I guess being vulnerable. So. Alex was wanting more. I don't. Was he? Yeah. He was like, no, we don't want to make. I'm. Not, I don't want to make this a thing in the house. We have to see how it is outside of the house. I won't make it official. Well, th- she said it first, though. Oh, I thought he was because she looked disappointed. She was like, it's just a holiday romance, isn't it? And so that no, that was in response to him saying, "I don't want to put a label on it in the house." Ah, yeah, and that's what because she was like, "You're you're a tart, aren't you? You're a slag. You're a slag. You're a little slag. You're a little slag." And And he was like, like, "Maybe, maybe, yeah." But they were both like avoiding vulnerability. They're not being honest with each other, right? We know that they get married and have children. They're still together. Yeah, they're married, but um, but are they soulmates? But I know that they genuinely like each other. But I think she was really offered. That's why she instigated that conversation with the gals. Right. She was like, I, I think she wants the fairy tale. And that conversation burst it mm-hmm. a little bit. And then she was like, no. Nah. She's like, I don't think I'll ever get married. I don't think that will ever happen for me. And one of the other girls said, well, do you want that? And she said, absolutely. I want to get married. I really want a child. Which one said that? Olivia. Right. So she felt really let down but by But she said that she didn't think it would ever happen. Yeah. Oh, if only she knew what we know now. I know. Mm. I know. Um, and then the last thing to mention, I think, then mm. we should, mm. is Liana. <laughs> <laughs> I just glanced over at your iPad. I see you've typed out in very large font. Liana is falling apart. <laughs> but I was quoting you. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> she is. Yeah. She's she burned her lips at the start and was putting some effort into not reburning them, but now she's just in the sun, not worrying about it. Oh. But there's other bits falling ab- there's off it's, her. It's, she's sort she's of breaking. like What's that image like that? There's like a, co- an I- a film, a cinematic image or something of like a machine or a human, an android that's like running and breaking as it like oh runs, right. it's like falling apart. As it, what am I imagining? I don't know. I'm thinking of Some that sort of Terminator-esque um, image. There, there's what the one I'm thinking of is that scene in Men in Black. Oh. When 
one of the aliens wears a human as a suit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you oh, remember that one? Yes. I vaguely do. I don't remember what they and look like. And just like he has to keep readjusting yes, the arm yes, and yes, it's like yes, falling yes, off. Yes, and yes, I know what you're and talking about. And then he's about. trying to like yes, that's talk with the from inside with the mouth and yes. it's like and the, but the, the gums flap open. Yes, it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> She's just had too much bodgy work oh, done. Oh, it's so sad. Because yeah. that's like, I think that the reason her lips burned is not because they're that prominent and not because... <laughs> reason her lips burned yeah is because it's not you know they do jut out more than your average lip but also (laughs) there are some lips that uh, plenty of natural lips that are bigger as big as those it's that they're on the skin is under such tension (laughs) that it's very thin i think she's like really degraded the the sort of immune properties of the of the dermis i know (laughs) of the membrane that protects us from Uh, the elements yeah She's just got this vermi on board that's oh. stretched tight and just very vulnerable oh, to burning. True. She needs a pagola. And she's probably slathering things. on the retinols as well, day and night. Oh, she's raw as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Liana, I really quite like her. I really like yeah, her. Yeah, she's matter of fact. She, you know, and and um, she took the opportunity to literally whip Adam. Yeah. With. Um, uh, with a whip. With a whip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a riding crop, actually. She didn't have the cat and nine tails. She had oh, a riding okay. crop. Um, and I, yeah, I really like her. She was like, yeah, you're fine. Except, Adam, I can't share a bed with you because your farts go through me. Go right through <laughs> go me. Go right through me. Oh. Yeah, I know. Okay. So, all right then. All right then. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He's a real charmer. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, How long has it been? Oh, it's been well long enough. <laughs>